ahead of Valentine's Day, we did a speed mating um, and it was really good fun. It was like, um, it was kind of in my first couple of weeks as well. So it was a really great way to get to know the wider team. Um, and we kind of had, it was like a, a Google Meet and you can you can kind of put people off into side rooms. So they decided who to put together and just kind of um, sent people off for three minutes with a set of questions. And it was kind of like, You're listening to the Wellness Warrior at Work podcast by Hika. In this space, we share real, practical and eye-opening stories and advice from human-focused leaders who've put employee health at the center of their organizations. We discuss everything from engagement and motivation to mental and emotional health so that you have the tools and inspiration you need to make a real impact on your employees' well-being. So whether your challenge is getting leader buy-in, a low budget, or navigating a global crisis, this podcast will show you that you're not alone and that nurturing a culture where everyone is happy and healthy at work is possible. So let's get to work. Grab a pen and paper, find a comfy sofa, and let's start designing the wellness-focused culture you've dreamed about. This is the Wellness Warriors at Work podcast. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Hika's Wellness Warriors at Work podcast. Today, I am joined by Kimberly Davies, Employee Experience Manager at Rise at Seven, a specialist creative SEO agency based in Sheffield and London. The agency has a strong internal culture of enthusiastic risers, and so I'm very excited to learn all about how they've created this environment. We discuss how Rise at Seven supports and nurtures employee passion and creativity, as well as the most important elements of their employee experience to attract the right talent and ensure people are giving the space and tools to perform at their best. Some of these initiatives include unlimited holidays, autonomy on the job, and power hours of uninterrupted work. This interview is short and sweet, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it as much as I did. for being here Kim it's great to have you in the show thank you yeah it's great to be here thank you let's just dive right into the questions and uh, I saw you have a really strong internal culture of as you call them risers and um, love for the job and enthusiasm are amongst the key things you look for in new members so how do you actually support um, and nurture this employee passion throughout the employee experience I think uh, a lot of it's about constant communication um, so we're constantly in contact with each other. Everyone from the minute you're sort of even it goes beyond onboarding, it kind of predates that to pre-boarding, I would say. Um, we're kind of everything you see about us on social, we've got quite a wide social presence. Um, and we share quite a lot of that on LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Instagram. So I think people who are applying for a job at Rise kind of already know what they're getting into and they kind of I think it's quite an attractive place to be. Um, so anyone applying kind of knows that up front. And then as soon as they kind of are offered the job, um, the pre-boarding starts. So that's where my role comes in. And I'm quite keen to make people feel very welcome and part of the Rise family from the minute they get offered the job. Um, and then, yeah, we keep in constant communication with them um, until they're onboarded. Um, and kind of become a full riser Um, and then yeah from there it's kind of we have um, every Friday we have an all rise session so that's 30 minutes 
um, where you can kind of update anyone on anything you've done, um, plus all kind of comms that you would want to know about the company, uh, things that are coming up. So things like um, the employee wellness benefits that we're trying to implement. Um, and then it's also just a really strong kind of supportive uh, network as well. So we have um, a social WhatsApp um, that people are constantly chatting on. Um, so people are actually friends, not just colleagues, which I think is really important. You mentioned your social media and how people that come in already have an idea of you know what to expect because of your employer brand. So what are things that uh, employees are looking for from an employer? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I think times have like changed, haven't they? Really, like especially in recent years, especially with the last year, kind of. I think it's made people reevaluate kind of what is important to them, um, and I think kind of gone are the days where you would have the same job for thirty five years. Um, I think now it's much more important to people to have. Um, that like relaxed vibe, a really great environment to come into, um, kind of flexibility with your working, um, autonomy within your role. And um, even things like, um, even small things like having a dog-friendly office is very popular um, because again, it's that like flexibility within your lifestyle. It's, it's creating a lifestyle that's, you're not sort of, you're not living to work. You, you know, like it's, it kind of work fits into your life. Um, and it's a massive perk if you really enjoy where you work, um, which I'm quite proud to say that that is the case with Rise. Um, and then things like offering uh, mental health and well-being support, I think is very important as well, um, especially like in times like this last year where I think it can feel incredibly isolating and for a brand like ours where we thrive off being around people and we have an amazing office that's really trendy to come into and you know we kind of building a bar and things like that and when that's kind of taken away from you and it's stripped back you still need a great team um and a supportive team to kind of uphold that so yeah I think I think it's really important to have those things in place um especially like to, for employee engagement is really important. That is very true. And like you said, you're left with the core of your culture and how you're able to like communicate that um, via the available resources. Yeah, And exactly. obviously you're an agency and you require a lot of creativity uh, for people to be sharing ideas, uh, brainstorming all the time. Have you implemented any health and well-being initiatives to maximize uh, the creativity for people? Yes, yeah, so um, that's actually next on our agenda um, because I'm still quite new uh, with the company. Um, so we've grown incredibly fast over the last uh, 20 months and we're still quite a young company and still classed as a startup. Um, we've hired 45 people through lockdown. So we're very, very keen that through this period of rapid growth, um, we maintain um, that culture. So I'm constantly um, like looking for things that we can do. But at the moment, um, I've done a lot of research um, into people like uh, Hika that offers the, the flexibility, um, as well as people like Sanctus who offer um, more regular sort of counselling and more happy. Um, so and then what we're going to do is ask the all the staff um, 
what they think will benefit them more. So whether it is that flexibility or whether it's kind of the more regular and stable support that they require. Um, because I'm very conscious that it is an employee benefit. So as an employee experience manager, I don't just want to dictate what that benefit is. What is the process involved for introducing new benefits or initiatives? Yeah, so we generally, we keep it quite simple um, and just reach out by things like Google Forms. Okay. Um, so yeah, I've just done for this one, I've just done a quick kind of three question Google Form um, and just saying, um, what are the things that you feel would benefit you? What is the company's approach to boundaries and work-life balance? Yeah, sure. We um, we are like really, really encouraging of having that that balance uh, because we know how important it is, especially over the last year where the lines have been blurred between between home and work. Um, when you're sort of working, eating, um, like even fitness, like your downtime is all happening in the same four walls. Uh, we're very encouraging of that. So we we've just introduced unlimited holidays. Um, so and again, encouraging people to use those. Um, so that if, if something comes up last minute, uh, you don't have to feel the stress that you've you've run out of your holidays. Um, we've also just introduced power hours. So that's two hours a day between 10 30 and 12 30, where it's like a getting stuff done period. So we encourage you to turn off your slack. Uh, we encourage you to not like get back to people with immediate comms it's your time to kind of get through your backlog of work um, no meetings so yeah that's proven really popular um, and productivity has been way better since we've introduced it um, and then we've also we've kind of done it for those two hours so that it leads into people's lunch hour as well so the reason we've done it 10 30 12 30 is so that there's then a cutoff point and at 12 30 people almost remember to take their lunch because again that's another thing I think it's quite an easy thing to do to just sit with your food and your laptop and continue working through your lunch and not have that hour to yourself um so yeah so that's another that's been another really positive um introduction yeah and I love that uh, with everything you've mentioned it really highlights that trust and uh, what we've seen is that usually trust is basically the only way to create um, you know a good work-life balance set those boundaries because when there's that a uh, trust relationship it's much more likely that individuals just take the time they need and obviously the companies at the same time um, enable them to to do so so I really like that yeah um and what are some of the employee benefits and team socials, which you think have been particularly popular amongst people until now? I'm, I'm aware you guys are quite new and changing a lot of things, but what, what has worked up until now and why do you think it has worked? Uh, well, definitely the unlimited holidays. Um, so that's one of the big benefits that um, has gone down really well. So that was a trial. Um, and I think they started to trial it in uh, November and then it is now permanent benefit. So that's been really popular. Um, yeah, like I said, with me being quite new to the company as well, um, I've actually not been able to experience a physical uh, social at the moment uh, because I've joined kind of in the most recent lockdown. Um, however, they've been very good at doing virtual 
um, socials. So we did ahead of Valentine's Day, we did a speed mating um, and it was really good fun. It was like, um, it was kind of in my first couple of weeks as well. So it was a really great way to get to know the wider team. Um, and we kind of had, it was like a, a Google Meet and you can you can kind of put people off into side rooms. So they decided who to put together and just kind of um, sent people off for three minutes with a set of questions. And it was kind of like, find out as much as you can about this person. Uh, and it was really great. It was just like a speed round for 30 minutes. So you got to meet um, a few sets of people. Again, it was just like kind of very relaxed, get a drink um, and get to know people. And that's proved really popular. And people have asked for us to do that again um, on kind of a, not a monthly basis, but on a semi-regular basis. So that, again, because of how quick we're growing, um, everyone feels like they're constantly meeting everyone because it's quite difficult um, to meet anyone outside your team, I guess, um, with the current circumstances. Um, but yeah, well, everyone is also really looking forward to getting back in the office Um because we're having a new bar built. So that's everyone's favourite perk. <laughs> so uh, that is going to be the one that I think um, outshines the rest when it's built. Yeah, and like you said, sometimes it just works better. You know, like big socials and everything are, are great. But by breaking people down into the smaller groups and just uh, making it easy to meet individually with other people, sometimes that's the best way to actually nurture the yeah. culture uh with like very very personal connections and thank you so much for sharing that i think that's a really great idea which i hadn't heard like speed meeting definitely <laughs> we'll want to try that yeah um, and thank you so much for sharing that thank you so much for your time today it's, it's been great to have you in the show yeah thank you thanks for having me there was so much value in that interview and i wanted to highlight three things which really stood out for me first Rise at seven and know that employees are looking for a job that fits into their lives and not the other way around, which means that they focused on providing flexibility, autonomy, and support at every step of the way. They've also implemented power hours where there are no meetings and employees are encouraged to turn off notifications, providing uninterrupted time to focus and get stuff done. I feel that at a time when we have so many distractions at our fingertips, these sort of initiatives are truly gold and an amazing opportunity to be creative and efficient. And finally, they use initiatives such as speed mating to nurture connections amongst colleagues and nurture their company culture. This is really important whilst working remotely and especially for companies like them who are growing rapidly. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved it, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends, and stay tuned for more insights and stories from wellness warriors at work.